Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Shabazz and joining alongside me, he's not a late bloomer. He was blooming very beautifully today. Daniel, Daniel, how are you doing? I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know how to react <laughs> to that. I'll bloom when I want to bloom, man. Yeah, you're, you're a, you're, you bloom when it's necessary. Yeah. You're a necessary bloomer. <laughs> I'm a necessary bloomer. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I mean, we could have workshopped that name for this, for the show too. Necessary bloomer? Necessary bloomer. It's not, it's not sexy enough. It's not. No. It's not. No, but you know who is sexy? Tell us. Me. We are we are sexy. <laughs> and I was gonna say our our guest is as well, but yeah, like, no, why not? I feel like that's like we're that's a bit we're coming off too strong. Then we are coming off a little bit strong. We haven't even introduced them. We haven't introduced him. No. and you have probably already read the name, but you're probably still like, what if it's somebody else? What if the name is a misdirection? Why would we do that? It's not though. It's, it's not, not a no. misdirection. It is the person who is in the title of this episode is the in person. this episode. Yes. Wow. Okay, that's good to know because the person that we're talking about right now is Jasmine meet reyna of course you'll know him best from his early days on youtube and of course vine and man like every word as just rain so we've had a lot of great time watching his videos for years and years and years and he took a he took a sizable break about five years i'd say about five years and i think that's the thing that was so interesting is that you know here's somebody who was everywhere and, and you knew his videos and you know being canadians yeah you know it's like i was like look at this guy he's doing his thing he's yeah. he's out there and i and i respect taking a break from that too so much because the internet is a very you know it ages you yeah right like being a content creator ages you and obviously in, in a lot of respects we are creating content on the movie podcast right. um but we've aged a lot we have aged a lot in five years. It's interesting, though, that you know he's been off for five years, and our show is hitting its fifth year. Yeah, we were waiting for him for this anniversary. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. It's kind of like he was like, "Listen, these guys, they they got it for now." Yeah, and I'll come in. I'll come back later. I'll come back once they've established their base. Let yeah. me let me start. You know, locking <laughs> my show on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Exactly. But, but you know, you know, you mentioned Late Bloomer, which is a show that we absolutely love. Yeah. It is like, it, when you think of shows in, in this kind of, in this world, like I think of shows like Atlanta, I think of shows like Dave, I think of shows just like that, just, get what they are right away yeah and when when we were watching it it really felt like we're like wow this is you know this is a crave original this is something that's made in canada there's something made in ontario in toronto in the gta yeah and it feels like something that you would watch like and just be like this this should have like a million seasons absolutely you know what i mean like you you feel like you're like i i get who this character is right away yeah the first two episodes that we had a chance to watch were just phenomenal and of course i want to give a huge shout out to our friends over at crave and bell media for first of all sending us the episodes but also for allowing us to have this interview with jasmine because wow he was such so much fun to talk to just as charming and as nice as you would assume he is yeah and i and i think when you see you know the world that he's going into coming from the world of social media and content creation and youtube and going into a world where like okay you have to answer to other people now you have to write scripts in your writer's room and it's not like you making those decisions anymore right that puts you in a different world and i and i respect him so much for taking the time to figure that out to put an incredible show together the cast together i love like he's going to talk about it but obviously getting into casting his own family yeah and you know showing a more fictionalized version of himself but wanted to stay true to himself so yeah. i think those are all really cool things that you have to take in mind when you're when you're creating a show about you absolutely right because yeah. you have to also be able to make yourself vulnerable yes right and, and it was a great conversation also talking about working with another canadian south asian legend russell peters being a producer on the show what was that experience like there's a lot of 
interesting tidbits that came out of this conversation with just me and i'm really really excited for people to a listen to the interview but also watch the show if if you don't have a way to watch it because you're probably in the states ran just request it online I'm, i'm telling you start a hashtag or just keep tweeting about it or instagramming about it or tiktok about it because we need this show everywhere it's so good it is it's really good so yeah make make it known that you want it so hopefully you'll get a it will get a a, a deal somewhere, somewhere. In, in, in the states to really get a huge audience behind it yeah absolutely and the first two episodes of late boomer are available on crave now with more episodes each week of course like in the beginning i didn't mention though we are the movie podcast and you can listen to us every single place that you find podcasts you can also watch us on youtube like this interview for example you can watch it on youtube if you were like hey i like the sound of their voice but what about the cut of their jib right that's the best place to we see. were big fans of showing jib yeah, yeah. Um, i mean did we even cut the jib i don't even think so no, the, no. it's it's all up it's full there. jib it's full full jib on yeah. youtube right now on youtube right uh, now. you'll be able to see our lovely faces subscribe subscribe you also on our socials you'll be able to see video versions of like little little clips yeah if you want to get a little taste of what this full interview is to mm, come delicious yeah we also launched something else what did we launch we launched our patreon so we if did. you want to support us at the movie podcast here uh check out our show notes we have a link to our patreon we have a couple different tiers that you could subscribe on uh really helps us keep the lights and the mics on here at the movie podcast and we love what we're doing we want to keep doing it so if you want to support us that is the best way how yeah and we also have a discord channel available too so you can go ahead and look at all the show notes down below for all that information including where to find us including on letterboxes guess what anthony has been using his letterbox he has he's been staying true to his resolution this year so far yep. we're still in january though so there's still time people still go to the gym in the beginning of january and then they cut off right it's true i went to the gym the other night and okay. i couldn't even find parking how busy it was oh buddy yeah yeah wasn't a fan not a fan you know who is a fan <laughs> and who we are a fan of is just meet the year. So I don't take too much time. Let's get over our interview with Just Meet Reina for Late Bloomer. Hey, Just Meet, how's it going? Good, how are you guys? Doing great, man. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, we just want to first start off by saying we love this show. We've watched it so many times now, over and over again, and we just, we can't stop. We want more episodes already, but we've got the first two, so... My God, thank you so much for it. Wow, that means a lot, man. Thank you. Of course. No, and also, like, if you don't know who we are, that's totally cool. My name's Daniel. And my name's Shabazz. Nice. Nice to meet you guys. And nice to meet you too, man. You know, we are, you know, we're such big fans of yours. And, you know, when you dropped the trailer for Late Bloomer and the comments were just popping off, filled with people, like, so excited to see you coming back, you know, how did that make you feel knowing that people miss you that much? Uh, I mean, it's it's a very beautiful feeling, you know, I I, I just... Yeah, it's it's nice. It's, it was like overwhelming. It was beautiful. It was just like I was like, okay, cool. Like you know, uh, people haven't forgot. <laughs> Letting you know, it's, I feel like I've just been off the internet for for a minute, and so I I, I haven't been a part of the uh, the the whole internetosphere as I used to be. So it's like anytime I would interact with anybody, you can be in real life, and things kind of calmed down for me. So I was just like, uh, I felt a little more normal, you know. So. Uh, yeah, coming back, it was just like an initial shock, initial hit again. But I mean, it, it, it's it's great because like when you've worked on something and having even just like the teaser be uh, received so well, it was a, it's a really nice feeling. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's the thing where I th- you you were part of so many people's like lives for so long, and there's there's things that even like that we'll say to this day, we're like, oh my gosh, that comes from this video, or this that just becomes part of your like everyday vocabulary. So I think people were just really excited to have you coming back because you connected with so many people right yeah yeah besides working on this show what else were you kind of doing with your time off man i was just kind of living 
you know just uh yeah just just i don't know i don't know how to <laughs> describe it but man i was just just offline perpetually offline and just kind of within that's reconnecting amazing. with people and life in general so yeah it was, it was a very beautiful time that's amazing especially in today's day it's so hard to do so i'm so happy that you got that opportunity but also on top of that you also had this chance to work with such amazing people on this show one of them being russell peters you guys are you know both from two different generations of south asian canadians what was that experience like i mean russell's just been like such a pivotal figure for uh, a lot of south asians you know like I, I was in in high school when his like big special came out so it was like very impactful uh for me to see that and then you know he, him hopping on board and supporting the project just like met you know it was like a full circle moment so yeah, it's just cool to see like you know people that you kind of respect um giving you back that respect you're like oh wow like that's yeah it's just it's just a great it's a great feeling yeah and i mean th there's so many things that um like shared experiences but also you know the way you came up in your career is so different than how he did so it's cool to see that yeah just like you said that he's there to support you and have your back um but there's there's such i think nuances to growing up like in an immigrant household there's like a lot of just small nuances especially in canada like you know we were so excited when we we're like oh hold on he actually took a second to show him taking his shoes off when he comes in the house might be the first yeah. show that's you know, done that i think it's such a it's such a small thing but as like as canadians as people who we just consume so much tvs and movies we're like that's yeah. that's something that like you did <laughs> was that something consciously that you put into the script that you did that or oh yeah you just, you just did it no, it's, I mean, it's, it's a bit of both. I even like, it's like, I just naturally, when I walk into a house, you want to take out your shoes. But I think just watching like 90s sitcoms and everybody's just walking around with their shoes on the house, I'm like, <laughs> what, what is, what is going on? Do people actually live like this? I'm like, do white people do this? Do they just walk around with their shoes? And, but, you know, I just was like, I think it's the little details that like really matter, you know, even if it takes like a second or two seconds long and on TV, um, you know, I'm like, I, I think it's worth doing. Uh, I know like TV's just like, oh, we got to get, we only have a limited amount of time to, to show what we want to do and just depict the scene that we want to show. But I think those little details like really matter because it's like, that's the world we're painting. Like, this is how we actually are. If I was, it would bother me if I saw that. And I was like, wait, this guy just walked in and take off his shoes in a, in a Punjabi household. What, <laughs> what's going on? You know? So no it, it we we love that and we also love that you know there's a lot of sequences and at least in the first two episodes where you are you know we're speaking english and then we're going to a different language and we'll have subtitles and like was that something that you had to like fight to get shown on screen or is this like this is my story this is authentic to me this is like non-negotiable it's a bit of both you know like this is I, I really wanted to show what it feels like being in those communities these these people do speak Punjabi, so it's like I, it, it feels real. It feels right for me to show. This is this is my first language too, so it's like I I I, I love the Punjabi language. And there's different dialects in the show as well. The mom speaks a different dialect, a Northern Indian Kashmiri Punjabi, and that's the dialect my mother spoke. So it was important for me to get uh, you know cast somebody in that role that spoke that dialect. But you know, even within the industry, it was a big challenge because you know there was a there was a rule that was like imposed. Uh, I, I don't know all the names, but I, I think it was like a censor rule by the by the government that you can't have like a certain number, a certain percentage past like fifteen percent non English. So you know when we were were writing the show, I, I you know it, I made a conscious effort to show Punjabi, and then when we kind of hit that obstacle, that was another thing that we kind of had to uh, challenge and push back on. And I remember there wasn't even a committee 
uh, to even appeal the rules. So they had to create a committee to even like uh, make an exception to this rule. So it's like, it was very interesting. Like even within making the show, there's so much uh, within the industry or like institutionalized aspects of this um, it, within the television industry, like that weren't, aren't really suited for shows for people of color. And so just within the act of making the show, you're really changing and like pushing and, and creating a lot of education when it comes to like authentic real stories. And so, yeah, you know, anytime we had pushback like that, it was, I think it was really important for me to, to, to keep pushing forward and to keep like, you know, stretching the boundaries of what we could do so we could really make a show that felt truly authentic and organic because, you know, that it would be like, an injustice if, if we weren't able to do that yeah in my opinion a betrayal no it, it would be right and i and i think it's like yeah like there's things that you don't even think about where it's like yeah. the fact that there was not even a committee to appeal that and then they had to create that so you could then appeal it um which totally. is something that you know you coming up on the content creation side how like you wouldn't really have to worry about that because you are in control of what you're putting out 100 did you find yeah. it like different now that you're working within that system to get a show like this made yeah i mean uh you know there's there's the the i'm really grateful that the team that we had like really also wanted to make the same type of show and we're on board with the vision uh the writers the director of producers set designer costume like everyone producers like they were kind of really were supportive in terms of me kind of getting this vision across but i mean like you know there, there was a lot of challenges because it's just like there's i, I just feel like what we're trying to do really hasn't been done before and it's very easy to kind of fall into the trappings of like making a show that really checks all the boxes and like is neat nightly nicely packaged but i kind of really wanted to push the boundaries in terms of what's been done before so if it hasn't been done before obviously that's like a whole new ground for you to you know play ball in and it's like the, the 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 arenas aren't set up yet you know the roads aren't paved yet and so the nets aren't even up yet so it's like yeah, you want to do the show, but you're also building and like pushing for the infrastructure to make this type of show. So it was like, it, it was, it was just a wild ride. Like you're, you're, you're writing and you're doing the stuff that like other shows do, but you're also doing this whole other work of like constructing the, uh, the whole arena to, to play in. So yeah, it was just a very intense, uh, process, but you know, luckily we had like good people to, to really push and, and, and to get the, the right elements across. Yeah. And it's paid off so far from what we've seen. And it oh, yeah. truly is a, a fantastic show. What a good show. Yeah. Like we, thank you. we can't stop watching it. Like what a way to start the year. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, awesome. thank you guys. One of the things yeah. that, you know, it's so apparent about the show is obviously, you know, you're, you're basing it off so much of your life, but you are still kind of playing a fictionalized version of yourself in late bloomer. Is there an aspect of the late bloomer just meet that you're really excited to explore? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, like, even as a writer, even as an actor, it really called for me to tap into, uh, parts of me that I didn't really feel like I could show on screen before or was comfortable showing on screen before. And so like just tapping into that space of, of being like a little more honest, a little more vulnerable, it can be a very scary thing, but. Um, I think there's, there's like beauty in that scariness. Like it, it makes it more relatable. It makes it more raw for, for people to really connect with. So, you know, I kind of just put those fears to the side and was like, uh, you know, in order to be like really connect with people and really like tell a story that feels real and, and, and like push for a change when it comes to this type of storytelling and educate and like get people thinking a little more, having these discussions, like it requires you to be 
a little more raw and, and vulnerable. So, you know, I kind of had to like lower my defenses and lower my guard and uh, all those aspects and like kind of really just just get just get in there, just get messy. And I'm in many different ways, even in the first episode, you know, I get really raw and vulnerable and in uh, certain yeah. ways. Yeah, like, you, you definitely do in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I just had to kind of get out there and just put myself out there in a sense, but in all the many different aspects. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the reception that I'm hearing so far, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a relief because I was very kind of nervous about it. But, you know, it's, it's nice to hear that people are kind of connecting to that. So it makes it worth it. Speaking of reception, you got to show this off at TIFF earlier this week. Yeah. What was that experience like for you showing it in front of like the hometown crowd that oh, really man. like be there for you, right? It was such a like beautiful night. Uh, I, it was, it was like, there's so much love. There's so much like, you know, you know, a lot of the cast and crew were there and we, when we were working on the show, we all felt like this was something really special. We all felt connected to it. And that's like, so such a gift to have as a creator, like to feel like the people that are also coming on board this project are giving so much of themselves and also feel so connected to the material. And so, you know, when we finally showed this to like, you know, the, the cast crew or close friends and the industry people, like it was just, just seeing their reaction and how much they loved it and, and laughed and got emotional and connected to it. Like I was just like, so overwhelmed that night. And I was like, just relieved because I was terrified before the screening, you know, even my parents were there. They didn't really see any of the episodes. So they got to watch it um, for the first time alongside everybody else. So, you know, it was, I was just like, having this anxiety attack you know behind behind closed doors but um but no it, it was like it was really nice to get that reception so i mean it, it just it makes me more excited for you know the general public to also see it too and so curious what did your parents think of it when they watched it <laughs> you know they they always knew what the show was about in in some sense like i i kind of moved back in with them during covid and you know they, they saw me going through the process of like um you know creating it um and so and then they came to set a few times as well so they kind of had a glimpse into the world so they weren't like completely brand new they knew and and they've always been in like full support of this happening even during the process you know it takes a really long time to make a tv show and sometimes some of the obstacles and some of the limitations you kind of get disheartened and they're the ones that were like really kind of like championing me and and like motivating me to keep going and keep pushing for these like little things so you know even just having them watch that you know they're giggling my mom was just giggling she's like it's okay you know like times are changing you know <laughs> like yeah, it's funny this is funny so um yeah no they're they're like really cool about all of it so it's just like really nice to have that generation's approval too you know obviously in your in your videos prior your family was such an important part of them and obviously your friends too and we've seen some yeah. cameos from your friends like babu appearing in the episodes as yeah well. but i'm so and rupin rupin my buddy rupin is uh he, he he provided a lot of the uh voiceover work for a lot oh, of the really? characters so you'll hear his voice and happening throughout many different episodes we'll have to look out for that but yeah I'm so curious when it, when it came to kind of casting your family that must have been probably the most daunting part of it all what was yeah. that what, what were the things that were like non-negotiable for you and you were like i need to have this in, in the show i think just characters that were really authentic to uh these people like you know with the pools that we currently have there's not necessarily actors that can you know there's there's a lot of great actors but i was just looking for something so specific that i really spoke to it like it was very important for me to have a father that also wears a turban like a turban wearing male figure i'm like i it, they need to know what it feels like and it's also like if i'm writing a role for somebody that wears a turban like it would be a, 
you know, like it, it wouldn't make sense for me to give it to somebody that would just wear a turban for the role. I'm like, there's so many actors that want to fit these roles. So like, even all the actors that wear turbans in these, in these, in, in the show, like I really wanted them to be actual turban wearing men. And then, like I mentioned before, the mother, like her dialect of Punjabi is very specific. It's the same dialect my mom spoke. And it's, I think one of the first times this dialect has ever been shown wow. uh, on, on television or on in film, even like, I don't ever remember seeing it, just heard it being spoken in my family. So that was super important uh to me but with like every every member of the cast you know i really wanted every person that was in the main cast to like really feel connected uh to their role and really bring a part of themselves to the role and they all did it and they all thrived and it's just like super important for me to to make sure that they like were representing the right characters and they like just went above and beyond and so it's like such an honor and like privilege to even be acting alongside them with them like every day after each scene i was just like blown away by what they were doing and a lot of them were even you know new actors have never worked in this industry before so and and then that's a bit of a risk as well you know sometimes we're like you know you all a lot of production companies or, or networks would want you to choose um actors that um have experience because it's a very fast pace you know you gotta meet your mark you gotta make sure that you're got a certain number of seasons of the day you gotta memorize the lines but you know all the actors they just like went above and beyond to to deliver so it was just like it was, it was so so uh amazing to see that because yeah the, the chemistry between you and your family in the show is just it's so natural i think that's the thing that we love the most about the show is that it feels authentic it's, it's very authentic. genuine yeah. and it's just yeah just this natural way of going about it and that's what makes it such an easy watch yeah yeah, I think people can sense when something feels real and authentic. I think a lot of audiences are much smarter than people make them out to be. So, like, you, there's a general feeling of like when something feels real, when something feels lived in, when something feels like, oh, this is the actual thing that's being represented. Even if you don't have much knowledge about what this community is, there's a feeling that you get. And so that that was like super important for me uh to to capture because it just it it, it wouldn't hit the same if, if if that wasn't there you know so like casting it was a very intense process but you know we, we really pushed to to get the right pieces you know and i think with that too because it feels so authentic i think it's so you know everyone who grows up in canada who has immigrant parents which or just an immigrant family that is this is truthful for everybody it's no matter where you're coming from yeah. i think there's so much of like what i was seeing you're like oh i see myself in that or shay will see himself in that because these are real experiences for everyone and even shooting it you know totally. you know shooting toronto like i grew up in brampton shay grew up in mississauga like we worked at square one like there there are places yeah, that, yeah the world that like that you connect with and and knowing seeing like oh there's a bemo in the background there it's like the, it all <laughs> yeah, so yeah. like this is this is the you know jasmine showing like his world and what he what he came up with right yeah i think it's just so important to show that those perspectives and even uh when the writers were and got when we had the writers room like they not all of them were from the same i think i was the only like jabby sick uh background writer in the room but like they all came from different backgrounds but um, they also have like the similar upbringing of being, you know, uh, an immigrant, child of immigrant growing up here. So even all the writers brought so much of themselves, so many of their experiences, and you'll really see that world kind of get heightened and, and, and there's more flavor at it because, you know, they were, they, they also brought a lot of their own experiences as well. So it was just like, it was just such a cool 
thing to see like people just giving so much of themselves to this project um so like selflessly it's it really nice yeah we absolutely love that jasmine again we just wanted to say how much we love this show how much we're thankful for your time today daniel and i we've been watching your videos since we used to work at apple and square one and we were just <laughs> Every day, just like, hey, man. That's the most Mississauga job. Know, like, right? <laughs> the I'm most brown guy Mississauga sure. job is Apple and Square One. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure we've even helped you if you've come into the store. I'm pretty confident. Probably. You probably have. I, yeah. <laughs> Every time I go to an Apple store, it's always, I always remember the, it's pretty much you, us. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah absolutely. Get? And it, it, we just grew up watching them and to now finally be talking to you about a show that is so fantastic. It's such an amazing experience. So thank you so much. We can't wait for people to watch the show and just have an amazing time with that. And I appreciate it. Uh, you guys, man, and you guys ask great questions too. So I, I can tell you're really passionate about what you do as well. So kudos to you too. Thank you, man, so much. Thank and you. hopefully we get to talk to you again. See so, yes.